Blog Talk Radio. everyone, welcome to our humble show, the Neil and Christian Baker Psychic Hour. We are here to take your calls, 914-338-0164 is the call number, please do press 1 if you'd like to speak with us, and as always, we invite our callers and listeners, oh, I'll call, <laughs> I get distracted by what's in the chat, our callers and listeners are always invited to join us on Facebook and Twitter. Ah, I'm sorry, X, it's now called X, I've got to retrain my brain to say X, as well as on Blog Talk Radio, you may find those links on our Blog Talk Radio page. It's delightful how it all works out. (laughs) So so we have someone in chat, chat, Jennifer, of course. She says, I just ranted to you on Facebook Messenger. She did what? She ranted. Ranted? Yes. Did she rave? She may have raved. I don't know. Did you rave? She probably didn't rave. She raving, I mean, raving could be positive or negative. So when paired with ranting, usually it's negative. Yeah, ranting, really. But, but raving can also be, you know, pouring on compliments and such. Uh, she could have gone to a rave. She ranted. Actually, and therefore she ranted and raved because the rant woman. comes from the word ranch. <laughs> and ranch, there's a lot of noises on ranch. <laughs> right. This so is a, a wonderful lesson. Ranting, ranching, ranting, get it? Ranting, ranching, and rage would be like the weather patterns. <laughs> so actually, okay. it comes from bad weather patterns on a noisy ranch. That's what that really means. Wow, this is a wonderful so etymology rant, rant lesson. But, you oh. know, then they say it's the rage. It's all the rage. All the rage. Which it's is all like the rage. Which is, and it's not funny theory. because of theory, but in a positive context, theory. Because if it's all the rage, it's very popular rather than being, you know, rageful, angry. We have a new listener in the queue, um, not in the queue, but in the, in the, chat so we welcome you it's you know there's a everybody has these little handles names that they use in the chat so i don't want to who's this messiah (laughs) so this person that is in the chat is invited to call 914-338-0164 and get a reading from us or comment on our conversation we do have a caller right now, though, we're going to take. Let me just write down the phone number, and we will bring her on. It's Dion. Hi, Dion. Hi, how are you two today? Um, well, okay. How about you? I'm sorry? You sound perky. Well, I felt like yesterday was some good movement. Obviously not like as fast as we wanted, but we got somewhere because the lady from the corporate office called me and said that she received multiple phone calls from people. (laughs) 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 And so I knew knew that it was your voice because you're an effective speaker. 
that got me um, a little bit farther, you know. So, um, anyway, uh, basically they're just saying that, you know, they didn't want to do anything until Monday because the housing authorities closed on Fridays and uh, she just decided that she wasn't going to work on anything as far as my case until Monday. And then I asked her, you know, I'm like, are you sure? Can I come there right now? Because I have to, like, live out of my car for another three days. And she said that that was my fault because I left Wisconsin without finding a place. And that Wisconsin Housing Authority told me not to leave Wisconsin until I found a place. And I said, did they tell you that? And then she said, well, no, but that's what they should have told you. And I said, well, that's not what happened. I said, so it would took them seven months to issue me the voucher. But in any event, I said, um, you know, I just, I didn't want to live out of my car Friday, Saturday, and Sunday because the housing authority was closed. And she said that, well, you can go to a shelter. And I said, I can't go to a shelter because they don't accept service animals in shelters. And then she just said, well, you know, that's it. I'm not doing anything until Monday. You need to do this, 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 and this, and then we'll see what happens on Monday. But even on Monday, you know, and that, it's just prolonging it. I don't know. All I can think is that it's just more material for the documentary. That's the only. That's the only. That's the only thing I can try to make sense of all of this mess. Okay. Well, this is the thing. The the good news is that you made progress insofar as, I mean, even though you're having things you shouldn't have to repeat, which is the orientation for the Section Eight voucher, as they're treating you as if you have a Section Eight voucher for the first time by making you go through that orientation. And obviously it's unfair. At least you've made that progress. So they're working on your case and trying to get you housing. But they're not working on it because she she unnecessarily caused a delay by saying I needed to do an orientation. That was her way of delaying it until Monday. Well, she probably has too much to do. What do they leave at four o'clock in the afternoon? They're supposed to work until five. Oh, five. I mean, it's. I don't understand why a government agency's office is closed every Friday. I don't get that. How when there's a problem with the homeless, with the homeless problem. Yeah, right. and there should be there should be sufficient budget allocated toward people's salaries. I'm sure they're paid salaries that I don't know they don't work 12 hour days. I I I don't know what her salary is, but I would imagine that it's congruent with a five day a week job. Plus a government job, I, you know, they get benefits and paid time off. You know, all the holidays. And then they're getting Fridays also. So I don't understand that at all. So it's like considering stealing time because you're, they're getting, I'm assuming, paid for a full-time job, but they're only working, you know, four days a week. So that basically you have, you have four days to get everything done. And that puts us at a disadvantage because Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we can't move forward no matter what. Right, because all the houses, you can't, I mean, you well, Fridays, leasing offices are open generally on Fridays, but on the weekends, a lot of times they're not, and the places that we've been trying to contact are closed on the weekend, and in fact, you can't reach anybody at these offices. They don't even answer the phone. It's not like a regular, because it's it's Section 8 housing, they don't answer the phone. It's not like a normal apartment complex where they're really trying to get people in there and they want to process applications and they're trying to woo you into the apartment and, you know, advertise the amenities and how great it is to live at the complex. They're not doing that. They're overloaded with people, so they just don't answer the phone. Right, and that's the whole thing. They want to collect those application fees and get you on the list. 
So all they ever said to me was, you can apply, $75, you can apply. And it's like, why do they expect us? I, all I, I'm trying to figure out, like, what exactly the housing authority actually does. Because I understand that they process paperwork, but they don't, they don't. I called the housing authority yesterday because I asked her to step in and help me. Because right. I came up here all the way for this apartment, and then two weeks go by, I hear nothing. They know that I'm living out of my car with my dog in the extreme heat, and they think nothing of it but at all. You know what I'm saying? Well, if you go, and if you go online, well, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. The thing is, is, is like, these people have a job because of me. Like, I'm the one with the disability, I'm the one that gets the benefits, but they're treating me like I'm a piece of garbage because I'm in this position. And what they fail to realize is, is I worked for 35 years, two jobs straight, never got married, never had a family. All I ever did was work. And the one time that I fell into where I couldn't move my body and I had to, at the doctor's request, file for disability to try to get some kind of back money in. Like, I feel like I'm being punished because I filed for disability, you know what I mean, just because I wasn't able to work or to support myself. And so disability is purposely delaying it because they're like, well, maybe she'll just die and then we'll don't have to pay her out. But not only that, but the leasing office people are getting, they're employed at a disability apartment complex because I have a disability. So why are they treating me some type of way when I go ahead and I want to use my voucher? Yeah, you're going to get treated like, like crap. I mean, it's it's very common. It's very common that um, that that people who are seeking public assistance get treated poorly because of we lost our 570 caller. She's still in the queue. So if you want to call back we're going to get to you shortly because we've got to move on we've got the list of callers um you know i had a friend who who also worked ran her own businesses and and you know was well off married but when she went through a divorce she had to apply for food stamps and got treated horribly by the people in the um the the whatever, I don't know what offices she went to, but wherever she sought public assistance, she got treated very, very poorly. And she had to go on Medicaid, or it's in our state, Medi-Cal. And, you know, when she presented her insurance cards at her at her uh, healthcare facility, they treated her with the same. So it's just common. That's just, that's just how it is. You're going to get judged with, I mean, maybe the rare person is going to be compassionate, but a lot of the time you're going to get judged. You just have to accept it. This is where you're at. And so what we want to focus on is not like all the crap that's happened up to this point, but what was accomplished. Even if you're delaying you by delaying the process, by making you wait till Monday, there is some movement that has happened because she's letting you go through the orientation meaning that she is moving forward with your voucher and getting it transferred. And you said she's going to, uh, she's going to uh, contact the leasing agent representative and probably get you in there. Is that what they told you? She just said that she was going to contact the lady from corporate to let her know that she was working with me on obtaining my voucher so it would be ready to align with the lease, um, but it wouldn't happen until Monday. Okay, so, so it looks like you're just having going to have to wait it out. It's annoying. It's annoying, but that's just the way it is. There's nothing we can do about it. I mean, as far as the weekend Today. is concerned, you have to wait it through the weekend. I don't know what you can do. Maybe you can work with the lady that you've been dog-sitting. Or not dog-sitting, but the dog-sitter lady. Maybe there's something that you can do, hang out at her place, do something for her. You're not waiting for calls on these people. If you can earn some extra cash on the side, that's the only thing I can suggest. And keep yourself safe. Anything you want to say, Neil? It's just... No, I... 
I agree with everything uh, Kristen's saying. I, and what you're saying is you could, you know, incorporate this into your documentary and your experience about the multi-layered frustrations you have. Well, it's a book. It's a book, unless she's going to script well, she's it. In terms of this documentary. So, so um, if, if that's the case, you know, take thorough notes, reflect on what you're experiencing at the time and then what you're doing to cope. That enriches your narrative. Um, but aside from uh, all of that, the only other thing I'd leave you with today, uh, Dion, is, is an image that I'm receiving. And it's probably more or less symbolic. But the image that I'm receiving are grapes. So grapes are usually, you know, they're called the food of the gods. And, um, of course, you know, you make wine from it. But grapes were sort of exotic. And I don't know if you've had what your experience has been with grapes. Not that it has anything to do with your current situation, but that image came in. So if there's nothing to be shared regarding grapes, I would say that to look for any image today or tomorrow or Sunday regarding grapes that come up impromptu. Quick response to grapes. Anything you can say? Me? Yeah. Uh, just thank you very much because of you and because of Neil, I have been um, progressing and, and moving forward in a positive way. Just would like to thank you again for all of your help, and I will keep you posted for, uh, for everything. Okay. You're welcome, but nothing about grapes that you can identify just briefly. Oh, no. I had grapes yesterday. I had grapes oh. yesterday at the store. Okay. Okay, so that's validation. Okay, so you and like I never eat grapes but I did eat them yesterday. Okay, so if you had grapes yesterday at the store and you were shopping, that may be an indication that, quote, in shopping for your place, you're going you're gonna to receive a, a validation, some kind of recognition or response that would be favorable. So let's keep that in line and then just keep in touch with us. Okay, thank you. Okay, thanks, Dion. Okay, so we lost our other caller, who was the first time listening. She left the chat, too. So sometimes, you know, sometimes our readings are conducted, you know, on a numerological basis and also with psychic validation. Sometimes we have callers for quite a while, and so we're getting kind of an update and advising them. So not every... Not every reading is the same. You know, I wish she had heard a psychic reading because she probably would have stayed on the line. This was more of an advice reading, but but that's okay. You got the grapes at the well, end, so that was good. Every potential potential uh, <laughs> potential everyone who comes in that is going to be doing a reading. So any, every potential caller, um, person that's seeking some kind of reading. You have to measure what the karmic connection is uh, with the individual, at least the reader does. And the reader can do that either by having the ability to see the connection, to feel it, and to see if there's any, like, scent in the, in the energy field. You know, it's very similar to animals. They, they may not recognize one another or even animal to human, but they and they that. get the scent, and then they know. They lock in the scent. Well, in the astronomy or the chemistry, if you will, of psychic energy, well-attuned readers have a built-in scent department that they can pick up a vibration as to whether they had ever encountered any particular human being before either in one lifetime or in a past life or in several lifetimes in the past. And then they can content the, 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 the information and categorize it according to the topic, the time, and the, uh, 
problem at hand at the time. Okay. That was very valuable. Thank you for that input. I'll send you a bill. <laughs> so send someone else a bill. Uh, okay. Um, 201. Hi, this is Jackie. I thought so. Hi, Jackie. Hi. 1565? Yes. She's 27.9. Why do I remember this? J A C Q U E, right? Yes. Okay. (sighs) Okay. I wish I could remember why I'm a 27.9, though. I I know the the, the 9. I'm just trying to figure out how did you get to 27. Because we're adding up all the numbers in your linear birthday code. Okay. So 1 plus 5 plus 1 plus 9 plus 6 plus 5 is 27. So 6, 16, 27. Do you get that? You know, 19 is a 10. So it's 1 plus 5 plus 10 is 16 mm-hmm. plus, plus 6 is what's wrong with me 22 and then 5 is 27 oh she's an interesting 22 in her you know i never really observed that before so you it's on the way to getting to your 27 9 you collect a 22 on your 6 which can be problematic because it's an 11 factor times 2 so problems in relationships which we know you've had with your family with your kids your extended family the house you know all that kind of stuff that's 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 involved in that 22 plus you've got an 11 going on but anyway what what it's funny that it's funny that you would say that because like i had an epiphany recently my my uncle passed away and i i went around these things relatives that created all the problems in that and it's like it opened up a can of worms but I I did everything to to not you know let it consume me and that's what I'm still working on because of course once once people see you doing certain things they want to interfere with your progress and I literally saw where my entire life I've been solving everybody else's problems and it has it has been the thing that has like it's like a thorn in my flesh. Like everyone yeah. and I'm I'm I might I'm just getting to the place, I'm not gonna use the word might where okay then now maybe I'll be able to focus on myself and my husband and not be distracted by other people's problems. Because it's enough. I can't do it anymore. Well Jackie you know, I don't want to make things too complicated for you, but if you notice in your birthday, look at, write your, do you have a piece of paper and a pen? Could you say that again? Do you have any, do you have a piece of paper and a pen where you could write down your birthday? Yes. Okay, so write down 1-5-1965. Okay, hold on one second. Add it and let's just put it down. One five nineteen sixty five. Now what you've got there, you see you have two fives. That's communication. You have one five on your past life side, which involves communication from past lives. Then you have another five in your year, which is the current communication. Now, if we take your first two numbers, one and five, and add them together, we get a six. And that six appears concretely in your year. And that's the third eye. That's the visionary energy. In addition to that, your master number is nine, which is the eternal number. So you have a kind of karmic obligation to communicate with people in this lifetime, in past lifetimes, regarding how you see their lives and help them out. That's part of your journey. 
Now, it's not your highest journey, but it's your journey by karma, responsibility. You have other journeys to uh, move forward on, you know, your individual personal journeys. That's why you're a nine. So you've come down to do that by obligation. But then when you say, well, you know, I'm always helping others, that's, that's your code. But when you say, what about me? That's your higher self striving to work beyond your responsibilities to the earth. And if we look at that, then you have a nine. Now, that nine suggests something that you're supposed to do that leaves an impression in this lifetime beyond just helping people. So, Jackie, what you have to do is say, what is the thing that I want to do on this planet Aside from helping people and being obligated, what is it that I want to do to leave an impression, whether it's creative or humanitarian, whatever it may be, what would be your your response? I want to be a great teacher. So she wants to be a creative humanitarian. Really? I I mean, a great teacher, like advisor? She's a teacher. What kind of teacher? She teaches math. High school, you don't remember. Teaches math and and um, this year I'm going back. I'm going back to do science, and I'm going to be yeah. working with yeah. um, higher higher function autistic kids. And I, I I do help a lot of people. Yeah, I I mean I help I help a lot of people who even have advanced degrees. They may not give me the credit, but I help them. I just don't like people abusing me in well, the process and being used. Here's what I would suggest you do, Jackie, if you haven't already, and I say this with respect mm-hmm. to what you've done in your life, and that is to relate your higher elements of math and science analogous to life so that you just don't teach the principles of math and science, but you apply it to the philosophy of life itself, and you expand on the creative outline of what those sciences entail. The teachers that I had throughout my college years, the ones that left the most impression on me were the ones that made their subject universal. And they would relate Mm -hmm. the subject to narrations that became quite fascinating. And maybe it was due to their intelligence or just their wisdom or their ability to maneuver through dialogue. But if you can do that, aside from the general, direct, and and crucial principles of just teaching the sciences, you're going to be leaving an impression of being a great teacher. And and that's what that's what I am I am striving towards doing because and 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 to be honest with you, the math and the science has evolved during the course of my um, career. It's just been frustrating because of bureaucratical stuff. But well, besides that... Numbers, yeah, since you're a numbers person, what you're virtually doing, Jackie, is you're taking the one five in your karma and coupling it together to become a unique number six. That's your third eye. That's your wisdom and vision. And you're coupling it with five, which is actually a physical number. It's a communication number, but it's a numbers number. So if you can do that and expand on it, you're accomplishing your your goal of becoming a great teacher. Now, personally, I'm, I'm just wondering why the people who are closest to me don't get it and why they're always trying to put me in another direction. Karma. My, my younger Karma. brother then popped up. Karma. The, the, well, that, well, shortly because we have other callers. That is because, okay. Jackie, in a past life, you deliberately yeah. probably confused people yourself and you undermined I, them. And, and, so you're receiving a karmic replay of that and having to work through it with some sense of frustration. Right. And in the last lifetime, you were a 26-8, which is, 8 is a power number. So probably in that lifetime, you abused your power. Now you're in a position of teaching, which is more, I mean, you know, you're not a CEO of a company. Being a teacher is being of service. And that's probably why you're 
this role here rather than having a ton of power, even though you do have a sense of power in your career? Uh, I don't see it, but I abuse my power. I'm saying, in my last life, when am I going to pay that debt off? Because well, one thing I can't stand is people who abuse, the power, who abuse power. Well, you're I doing it, it now. You do, well, of course you do, because now you've come into, the, into this body knowing what you did wrong in the past life on some subconscious level, and you're dealing with the karma of your family came in and the, the karma of, you know, what you've gone through in, in your job search, changing schools, now you're at this better school, thank goodness, so you're going to be able if to... If it's yeah. better, it's location, location, location. Yeah, so I mean, my house. You, you're, 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 we got to move on, uh, but I'll tell you this, Jackie, your master number yeah. is not you're, you're already surpassed your sixth cycle, which would have been at 54. You're 58 now, so you're probably getting close to, to clearing up what you've been frustrated by because you're already on your sixth cycle, and six is in your uh, code. So six times nine is 54. You are 58. And so I would say that is getting close to clearing this process up. So just bear okay. with it and, uh, you know, don't aggravate yourself over it. Just accept it. But I think it's going to clear up soon. Okay. Okay. Thank oh. you. Righty. Okay. I'll Jackie, be, re- I'll be reaching out privately as soon as I can because I do want okay. to talk to you off air. Thank okay. you. I'd just like to listen. Oh, sure. I'll keep you on mute. Thank All you. right. Okay. I did say uh, we have callers in the queue. So we're going to be getting to 510 and 703. Why doesn't it say the, you know, it's weird. You say the whole time, it does not give whole time anymore unless you have the caller. Why doesn't it do that? So I don't know who came in first, but we have a caller in the chat. So, you know, we don't normally conduct readings from chat. It's Lil Fairy. Her birth date is 8883. She's been single for years. Anyone coming to my love life, please, thanks. But you live, I remember we talked to you from chat before, 16, 26, 11, she's 3710. That's her candle. Her name is Lil Fairy. I mean, we could use a name instead of calling you Lil Fairy. Um, but it's 834 p.m. where she is. So I think she's in Mauritius on an island. What's her birthday? Yeah, she lives in the Indian Ocean. Inside, she lives in the Indian Ocean. She must be a good swimmer. Um, 8883. And oh. she's asking about her relationships. But as we know, 1626, again. 30, no. No, she's at 3711. Oh, what? 8883. 8, 37. <laughs> she's 37. Yes, 37101. Well, you know, in the first, wait, how old is she? 17 plus 23. She's 40. And she just she had a birthday 10 days ago, 40. She wants to know about her love life, hasn't dated in years, and there are arranged marriages where you live. I think that we talked about that earlier. There was a man at your work. You felt like he was making eye contact with you, but he's married. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it's difficult. It's difficult because in the culture that you're in, women don't have a lot of say in in establishing relationships with men. Uh, is there opportunity? She's not giving her name. Is there opportunity? I hate like a door calling her little fairy. Well, like an idiot. But anyway, little fairy. Are are there any opportunities that you would have to yeah. date men? In- I, I'm gonna, I'll tell you something real quickly, since okay. this is sort of One indirect. Okay, have a- and you're talking from the chat room, and we want to get. We have a goal to get to all of our callers every radio show. You're going to be meeting someone who who is a builder, or someone who's in construction, or someone who does building. There's a man coming that has something to do with construction work or building. That's what I'm getting. Okay. The man is single, but things haven't progressed. Move on. I don't think this man is going to be anybody important in your life. If he hasn't made a move by now, move on. 
What does she do? The man upstairs. I she works at some. Thanks. She says I have a great memory. Okay. Well. Um, well, you look for a man that's that's sort of in the building she works, code she or works building. In some kind of warehouse. What 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 is your job, real quick? Because I recall her working in some kind of large. She works in a government job. No, not a warehouse at all. Okay, that wasn't a good memory. She works in a government job. Does the government job have anything to do with building permits or buildings or anything like that? We're waiting for an answer. Building permits, little fairy. She doesn't. I know, but I, she. I understand you do administrative. But what does the what is the government job entail? You're administrating in what department of the government? Chat doing readings and chat is just hard because yeah. we wait for response. Mm-hmm. Yes, it involves building permits. Okay, it does. <laughs> okay. Okay, so if it involves building permits, little fairy. And land um, permits. That's where this man is coming from, and that code. That's what we can give you right now. If you want to know more, you can call us personally, or you can call us another time on the she, show. She but, can't call from Mauritius for some reason. Oh, I don't know why okay, she can't then use Skype. Okay, call us on our next use, show. You can use Skype. Well, she can't. She's saying she can't call. That's why she's doing reading and chat. Oh. So, you, I mean, Skype is available. You should be able to call using Skype. Well, to answer your question, we got building code, and that's where the guy is coming okay. from. Somewhere in the building code. All right. So, 703, we're going to take your call. Hi. Hi, it's Andrea. It's Andrea. Oh, my gosh. It's been a while, Andrea. I know, I know. Or as they say, it's been a minute. Yeah, because my job that I have, I'm now, you know, I, I have to go to lunch at 1130, but there's no doctor today and no one here, so I took advantage of calling you today. Okay, okay. So what is your question today? So I have a job interview today, and I had one a couple weeks ago. Do you think oh, I'm going to get an offer from one of those, or something else will come through? So right now you're doing temp? Uh, not temp, but no, it, still, are you? No, I'm still at the doctor's office. The crappy one. doctor's office. I, okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember you being at a doctor's office. I don't think you ever told yeah, us the, you got a doctor. Yeah, the eye doctor. Oh, the eye doctor. Did you ever tell yeah. us you got a doctor job? Um, I've been here since I March when I got late, when I got laid the other one. But the interview I have today is with the same company, just a different um, uh, part of the company. Just different. Yeah. Uh, this this new company. Is looking for a, a, a is looking is eagerly looking for someone, and I would say at the starting gate you've got about an eighty percent chance just as we speak. But the same company as what as what company? So I, when I worked for Prosperity at the home mortgage when I got laid off, it's under Log and Foster, and my interview today is with Log and Foster at the real estate office. And Foster, so this is the job you got laid off from, but and you yeah. like the job a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you like the job. So she moved from doctor to real estate? So, no, 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 real estate to doctor, but she got laid off at Lock and Foster. So that is, she's yeah. reinterviewing with the same company. With real estate. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. She'd be going from the doctor's office to real yeah. estate. Yeah, sorry, I misunderstood what you said. Yes, but this is at a different location? Or yeah, same so location? the other one was, oh. The other one was the mortgage company. This one is the same, under the same umbrella, but it's with a real estate office. Same Long and Foster, just a different entity. Long kind of Foster. Thing. I got the wrong Yeah. Name. Okay, Long and Foster. Okay. And they know your work history. I mean, you, they've got your, I mean, because you work for the company already, they already know your experience and performed no. job. She doesn't know me. She just knows I'm a former employee with prospect with uh, Prosperity. But I also had an interview like a week and a half ago with a company that does uh, like they re- they take cars and change them for people with disabilities. So I'm still waiting to hear back from them sometime next week. Um, you know, um, Andrea, I, this is all sort of pencil in pencil prediction, but it's based on a variety of psychic impressions but not locked in i think they're going to like you at the real estate place i think they might hire you i said i think psychically Uh i think not not just common sense 
I think there's a couple of contingencies. Really quick, did you ever have a knee injury or leg injury in your lifetime? Yeah, my my left knee. So that is in my world of thinking an impression that got validated. It doesn't matter if it was negative. What matters is that there's a validation that I connected to, which is now converted, if you will, into the dialogue of you maybe getting this job. That's what I'm saying. It's about an 80% impression based on our our limited dialogue here that you're going to get the job. There's something awaiting you there. And also, if you've ever known anyone named Marsha in your whole life, that might help I'm sure, but I can't think of anybody else. Okay, don't worry about it. Okay, I real don't worry quick, about it. real Your quick. Your name has a Greek origin to it from Greek mythology. Uh, um, so, there, you know, I'm just going to throw that out there, something about Greece. Okay. So, I'm thinking, I, you know, it's weird. Image of a snowflake. Obviously, we're in the middle of summer. No snowflakes around. It snows in your area. But anything, you know, cut out snowflakes, like with your kids. Did you ever do, do you ever remember... All the time when I was a kid myself. <laughs> really? So that's yes. coming with the validation. Um, anything else you can tell us about snowflakes, like cut out snowflakes? Because that's what I'm seeing. Um, Why? I don't know. I would take pieces of paper and cut them out and just just make snowflake stuff. And then sometimes I hang them on a tree, even though we were Jewish, we hang them on a Christmas tree or stuff like that. Okay. So, I mean, not everybody did snowflakes as a kid. It sounds like you enjoyed it. Um, I don't know about the logo of this company. I'm trying to look, but I don't see any logo. Oh, Long and Foster. It's long, yeah, Long yeah, and Foster. I think it's like a big red logo, I think. Yeah, there's nothing like, like where there's a picture or anything that would resemble a snowflake, so I can't oh. attach it to that. Oh, yeah, Wait a no, second. Yeah. Oh, they have crests. I mean, you know, that's a stretch, but... Yeah, there's a crest. Yeah. Mm. Well, um, anybody in your family uh, wear the Star of David? Yes, I'm Jewish. So I have. Uh, so, I know. You said you were Jewish, but does anyone wear a mezuzah yes. or a star? Um, I, I do have a star. I do have a Star of David my mother gave me. I wear it once in a while. Well, I mean, would, I mean, like, are you talking about mezuzah in the door? Well, no, you can wear a mezuzah around your neck. Oh. Um, well, the Star of David is a little bit different. It's a symbol. Mezuzah um, will hold actually the Ten Commandments tablets inside the piece itself. So the, the David energy. So and it, what it amounts to, because we have other callers, what it amounts to is we think you're going to get this energy with uh, the real estate. We, we're pretty certain of it. You know, um, the real estate is actually coming in origin with the land and earth, which probably has to do with maybe ancient-wise, the wandering of, of huts and tents, you know, from Exodus and all that. Not that you always repeat a religion or a heritage throughout all your lifetime. They can be various and, and changing in form. When you mentioned snowflakes and Christmas trees and you had that diversity in your life, between uh, Christianity and, and Judaism, Judaism, there's probably a, a, a kind of star of David, you know, the, the, like the three wise men. There was probably a wandering in the desert at some point, which would also amount to some sense of settlement because of the manger. So when we get into these great depths and then we have the covenant and we have the tablet, tablets and everything. So when we get into all of this, we we are assuming that this flood of imagery is accumulating in a in a psychic way to lead to the impression that you're going to be getting this job with a real estate company because it is a karmic connection you have with this company. And the thing that you said, well, you know, I'm Jewish. Yeah, of course I wear a star of David. I know a lot of Christians that don't wear crucifixes. You know, not everybody not everybody wears a crucifix. Not everybody wears a star of David. Right. So. Right. Well, that's, yeah, I do know, have one. There are Jews that are self-hating Jews. I mean, you know, it doesn't matter. Well, I mean, you don't need to be a self-hating Jew not to wear a star of David or self-hating Christian either. I mean. No, but what I'm saying is it's I not, know. You know, 
Just because you're Jewish doesn't mean you have a star of David. Well, that was my original point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let us uh, if know. I get another chance to call again, I will definitely let you know yeah, how it I goes. Know. It's it's definitely be a fluke. I know. Maybe you'll have yeah. a little bit of time between jobs. So. Let's hope so. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Okay, nice to hear from you. You too. Okay, bye-bye. Okay. Hi, 510. Yes, this is Camille in Oregon. Hey, Camille. Hi. Hi. So today I am curious about just what what might be up ahead for me, especially in regards like business and finance. Oh, business and finance. Okay. Yeah, this is the one from Lincoln City, 71376. Yeah, I actually was scrolling through the feed and read that you didn't want to drive to Newport to watch a movie. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was me. I was like, I'm not doing that. (laughs) Yeah. Not when I have the BG Theater right in my backyard. I'm like, I'm not... mm." I'll just keep streaming. That's why I pay for streaming. She's wondering about finances, money, finances, business, and all that. Well, you know, be creative right now. Think creatively, because what I'm getting around you is locally. Because I don't know locally what's going on with the city. Getting a clothes store that sells clothes. So what you've got to do is relate to anything to do with the clothes store, whatever it may be under the ceiling, whatever it may be. Okay. Re- yes, relate. What's your response? Verbally, verbally relate. Wait, wh- oh, for what? A clothes store, a store that a sells store. clothes. Yeah, yeah we, I'm thinking about that. No, no. We've well, got, I want you to, um, a I want to of... narrate what your connection is to that. Oh, um, I think once upon a time, not here, but once upon a time, when I lived in Northern California, for instance, I might have done set up a table and given uh, reading at like a boutique, like a boutique launches and things of that nature. And I would, I have been hired at at like launches, like clothing boutique launch, so you know, things to have oh. a table for like two to three hours for their party. Doing got to throw at you were doing, you were that doing hasn't readings? happened here. I have you, you were doing readings then. I was. Okay, so here's where the rough draft. Here's the rough draft impression. In terms of finances, somewhere I'm seeing $30,000 as part of the picture. Okay. I don't know if that makes any sense yet to you. Maybe you it could find be a savings. Somewhere, but if you can't, then keep it under your hat. Right. thing to keep under her hat if she can't find it. I mean, I don't have it in my account today, but that is something, that is a sum of money that I do connect with and well why do you connect with it? Well, how do you connect with thirty thousand? Um well I know that okay, I mean I know that my my daughter's father owes child support. And he's on the hook for child support. They just can't find him at the moment. And it's actually talk right into over, the phone. I can't hear you. It's just over forty thousand dollars that he is he, that he owes. Oh boy, what a that's terrible. Well, well there's any connection or anything that he can extract it from his income, that's where it may be coming from over time. Right. But as far as you're concerned, you're looking for some kind of work. Well I am looking to expand my my business as a coach. A coach, like a life That's coach. That's what I am in. As a life coach, I am looking to expand that business and my increase my following, and I'm putting myself 
out there, and I'm working with people for sure, but we're always looking for more or open to receiving more. All right, do you have do you have as many as ten clients or is it less than that? I have a variety of clients who I in the at the moment read for. At the moment I, I read for. And some of those people are becoming uh, life coaching clients, but I don't have a steady arsenal. Yeah. Right. Of coaching so do you have as no, many have- as do you have as many as many as ten, or are we talking less regular clients? Have, regular. In this moment, I have more. I have many, many, many more reading clients than Sarah clients than um, life coaching clients. Oh, that's right. I remember you said you did a pod. We, I, I still haven't checked out that link. You pot. You do a yeah. podcast on a different uh, on a different form, and I monetize it. So I connect with people on a regular basis, and mm. it varies. It varies, and it's it's a lot of people from all around the globe. Wow! And paid media clients, yeah. So I can't even count the number of people. I I lost count. Okay. I lost count. <laughs> well, it seems like money's going to be coming into your realm. It could be coming from your ex-husband and collecting from child support. It may mm-hmm. be a part of a fraction of it may be coming from your readings, but it seems like the theme is that money's coming in. And we're looking at okay. approximately a figure of 30000 Okay. Beautiful. All right. I, yeah, that's what's needed. Okay, thank you. Thanks for getting in touch. Okay, we're going to we're closing a little bit early today. That's what we've been doing on Fridays. Um, we are back on the air Wednesday, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. Thanks, callers and chatters. Appreciate your uh, your uh, contribution to the show today. Bye-bye.